Hey everyone, before we jump into the podcast today, just want to let you know there is no Hack City this month, but instead we got something real special. It's uh, called Late Night Reading Session with Mike Nguyen and Company. It's on Wednesday, November 15th at 10 p.m. That's right. Late night, real sexy. It's at Union Hall. Uh, tickets are available now. Uh, just Google late night reading session with Mike Nguyen <laughs> uh, or go to the uh, episode description. There'll be a link there. Again, that's Wednesday, November 15th, 10 p.m. Union Hall. It's going to be real weird. It's going to be real intimate. Okay? Pull up. I'm trying to figure out if these Asian guys are on speaking terms with their dad. Oh, shit! <laughs> Yo! Sorry. I feel seen! Does that, does that hit a nerve? <laughs> okay, and welcome everybody to another episode of the Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian friends. I am Mike Nguyen. And it is just me today because Jenny uh, has a life and she is traveling in Asia and in San Francisco and doing all sorts of fun stuff. And it is awesome. Uh, very quickly, before I bring on our guest co-host, which I'm very excited about, uh, very quick announcement. Um, we usually have Hack City every month. Uh, in November, we're going to do something a little different. Okay, It's going to be on Wednesday a late show at 10 p.m. It's a Wednesday, 10 p.m. I know, so it's only for adults, and it's a special show. It's called. Uh, it's called. It's. It's not being branded Hack City. It's kind of the Hack City. It's kind of not. Uh, it's. Um, we're calling it late night reading session with Mike Nguyen and company. So, wear a jacket and tie, do the reading. You don't know what that means, and just show up, and it'll be a fun time. Uh, link is in the episode description. Or go to asianotasianpod.com. That, again, that's going to be November 15th at 10 p.m. Special show. It's just, it's, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that. Usually that's a bad thing when the person says, you don't know what's going to happen. But I'm going to use it as a strength. I'm going to take a page out of Steve Jobs' like whole thing. And the, the, the weakness is actually a feature. It's a feature that you don't know what's going to happen. How cool is that? So come out, check it out. Uh, again, November 15th, 10 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm just going to bring on our, our guest co-host, um, this person. I wrote this, so let's see if, if this is accurate. Our guest co-host today is a writer, hopeless romantic, <laughs> bitterly jaded. Emphasis on hopeless. Hopeless <laughs> romantic, bitterly jaded New Yorker and Midwest Asian. Delia Kai, everyone. Hey. Hi, Mike. How's Good it morning. going? Good. How are you? It is uh, really early in the morning for us. It, it is early for me as a non-childbearing yes. person. It is a normal sure. time for me. But <laughs> this was your idea. You wanted to wake up. You're like, you're, we, were, we were texting back and forth and you're like, can we go? Do, uh, can I be at your place at 830? And I'm like 8:30 in the morning. I feel like I've never said that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the early morning discussion section from college, you know, that they mm. use to weed out people. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you, why are we here so early? <laughs> um it's kind of silly. Well, it's I just I wanted to go to the Fort Greene dog Halloween parade today <laughs> and that's at noon. So I just I was like Oh, okay. We got to do this much earlier because I'm I'm ready for this. This is talk. some Brooklyn shit, okay? <laughs> I know. That's some Brooklyn shit. <laughs> uh, do you have a? You don't have a dog. No. You no, just want to go to I the just parade. Go look at the dogs. Yeah. Is that Fort Greene? 
Yeah, I mean, they're all in costume. Right. It's not much deeper than that. <laughs> it's just really exciting. Every it's just every year I've lived in New York, I've wanted to go and I've okay. never gotten it together to be like, okay, but what day is it? Let me put it on my calendar. And this year I finally did it. it isn't it so. usually in um isn't it usually in the city? There's a Tompkins. Okay. Version. That's the one I'm that thinking. That was of. last weekend. Okay. Yeah. All right, there you go. So okay, so we're definitely gonna go and do that. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um uh what's it uh you know i can drive you there after oh. this i can just drop you off amazing i mean amazing. it'll be a little on the early side but you can just hang out you can like, have a croissant yeah no that's perfect uh i'm gonna feel like a really cool kid being dropped off at the park <laughs> <laughs> i say that like I, I sound sarcastic but no i love being dropped off places <laughs> uh yeah since i've become a full-on dad asian with my station wagon car uh i love picking people up dropping people off just, it's really nice. Just waving out the passenger side window going, okay, have fun. I love doing that. And I'm going to do that to you. When you get out, I'm going to be like, okay, have fun. Yeah. Share your your um, edible weed yeah. with the other kids. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be cool. Um, we drove here, which was pretty fire. It was amazing. It was such a beautiful morning. It's uh, rom-com weather. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like leaves are changing. Is there a golden hour in the morning? Is that like a dumb question? Because it felt like that's what it was coming here at 9 a.m. Uh, Harry, what you're saying. I want to say there is not a golden hour in the morning because the moisture is different. I may have made oh. that up. But I do think, I mean, there's not, I mean, there's beautiful sunrises. Yeah. But it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the same. No, you're right. It's not the, it's not the same as like when, you know, 6 p.m. hits in October and you're like, wow. It's so beautiful. I could turn everything around. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's so funny because... Uh, you know, this is classic uh, young person thing where you're like, wake up early once and you're like, I could be this. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but are you really? No. 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 I, it's the novelty of being up this early where I'm like, wow, the light is different. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm, I don't have a hangover. Yeah. It's just, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, well, we're really glad that you're here. Um, and we're going to get into all sorts of just, just, I don't even know. I, I feel like, and this is not any, this is not an insult. You, the, you don't have like hot girl energy because I think hot girl energy is kind of like, that's 2022. Mm -hmm. There's some new shit out. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's like golden hour, wake up early energy. You know, mm. we're going to get into that. We're going to talk okay. about that. Does that make sense? I think so. We're, yeah, we're I take it as a compliment. We're going to go head to toe because we're, we're going to talk about your hair. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about your sneakers. We're just going to do a full body wellness scan. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah doo, 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 doo. how's your liver you know uh yeah. okay um before we do that though very quick uh, reminder uh if you're a fan of the podcast please consider contributing to our patreon that's um patreon.com slash asian not asian pod it's the best way to support the podcast and uh it's it's awesome we give you a shout out on the podcast and we kind of give you a little fun backstory we maybe hey maybe we'll give you a full wellness scan too you know we'll start from your head go down to your feet just roast you lightly but it'll be all love so again that's patreon.com slash asian not asian pod um okay let's let's see here how should we start this with let's start with let's start with a quick warm-up just are you doing anything for halloween no I, i'm going to a friend's birthday party where i think it's costume optional but i don't know if i'm like a scrooge about this but i just i'm 30 years old how are people still doing stuff for yeah. halloween mm. you know 
But maybe I'm just saying that because I'm not invited to any like fire parties <laughs> because I'm 30 years old. <laughs> Did you dress up last year? I don't think so. I think I, I vividly remember taking a walk around my neighborhood because I wanted to watch the kids uh, yes. trick or treat. Yes, uh, and, and we had, live in the that, same neighborhood. Yeah, so, that, yeah, that did it for me. Yeah, in in a like a you know respectful way. Yeah, that's fair. Like, oh, cute. Um, I feel like New York Halloween. The best times I've ever had was I am dressed up like in a medium effort outfit. Oh, what is it? What's your costume? Like, uh, well, this year I'm going to be. What am I going to be? I think I'm just going to be what I was last year, which was Morpheus. Because oh, Neo yeah. was Neo and I was Morpheus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this year, Neo is going to be a firefighter. Oh. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, and uh, but like when I was in my younger days, we would li- I lived in the city, and we would you know just dress up and whatever thing, mm-hmm. and we would walk around, and we usually had one place to go, but Halloween has this weird thing where um, there's a fair chance that you will end up at someone else's halloween party that yeah. you don't really know yeah, yeah. sometimes a total strangers mm-hmm. you just it's, walk you're in just like any party will do any party will yeah. do and yeah. it's okay yeah i don't know why i've definitely been there yeah it doesn't it I, I you would think that new york city would be an unsafe place for that but it's actually pretty fun it's almost like um i mean isn't the sort of tradition of halloween it's sort of like oh all like the saints and or not obviously not the saints the saints is the next day all the spirits and like the you know the like monsters are out in the world and i kind of like this idea of of in new york on halloween also this portal opens and everyone is just kind of friends and whoa you're just kind of invited anywhere i do like that part of it like it is just very festive to walk around and see someone in like a giant dinosaur costume crossing the street it's kind of like oh yeah like this is fun whoa Wow, I love that you brought brought the word portal into this podcast. Mm. <laughs> you, you know, maybe that's it. You got portal energy. Port- yeah, I, I'm always thinking about alternative worlds and lives. <laughs> you, we uh, the other mo- week we were talking about uh, me and Jenny were talking about uh, Roman empires. Oh, you're you familiar with this? Yeah, I am. It's a cultural phenomenon. Where did you land? Were you like, oh yeah, I guess I do think about it. Yeah, so I talked about it and. Uh, 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 I'm not sure if this made the cut of the episode, but basically, I th- end up thinking about um, jujitsu a lot. That's my Roman Empire, or sometimes actually the Roman Empire, or uh, Napoleonic War. That's more kind of like my oh. Roman Empire. Just Whereas, like like yeah. how hard it must have been, or <laughs> like their achievements. Yeah, no, I, I guess like what it would have been like to be a soldier oh. at the time. Oh, okay. You know, just like yeah. oh, I've got a, you know, I got a like Napoleonic War, and I promise this will be funny. Is um is is this weird time where the war was very savage, but everybody still dressed cute. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? The the army issue outfits were like you know. They were by Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know when, like, Ralph Lauren does, like, the U.S. Olympics? Yes, exactly. Outfits, it's like that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you get, you look you look at the history, but and, and I, again, these are very do- dorky history things, mm-hmm. but, like, they had very particular things about, like, okay, they, the jacket needs to be like this, but the facing is green, yeah. and then the buttons need to have eagles on them, and they need to be gold, and they need yeah. to be, you know, like, and everyone has to wear the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's funny to think about, like, who in the army was in charge of, like, making sure, you know, your cravat or whatever is, like, <laughs> tied properly. Francois! <laughs> they were literally doing fit checks. Fra- I bet, they were. You know? That's what an inspection is. <laughs> Francois! 
You have not shined your eagle crest. How are we supposed to go into the battlefield if we look like this? The every unit, this is, I swear, uh -huh. this will lead somewhere. Maybe not. Every unit did have a dedicated shoemaker and wow. tailor. Wow. Everyone had bespoke. to be bespoke. It was all like made for the unit and everyone in the unit. That's how you knew who was in the unit or not in the unit. Uh -huh. Do you have the, the grenade, like the flaming grenade on your helmet, like emblem or not? And if you did, you were a special guy. If you didn't, you weren't a special guy and you had to wear like a white waistcoat. I don't know why they were white. They were white all the time. Impractical. So yeah. impractical. But you had to like dress cute to go to the battle. Yeah. And I think that's so fascinating. Sounds almost like the battle was secondary and this was more of like an excuse to dress up and go out. <laughs> and hang with your say. boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, boys. Have you ever just wanted like to like conquer Austria? Have you like ever wanted to just roll to Austria? Let's let's fight the Hungarian Austrians. It's like, you know, when you're looking for an excuse to wear a good outfit and you're yes. just like, okay, we need to invent an occasion. Yes. yes. How the about your, European domination? <laughs> Yo, okay, so I don't even know how we got here. Okay, yes, we were talking about Halloween. Um, that sounds like a fun, you yeah. know, so we'll see how it goes. You're definitely going to start off with the dog Halloween thing. Yeah, though. yeah, that's really the extent of, of my, I'm, I'm so excited for that. That's my peak. Okay, I think. that's fair. Uh, let's get into uh, the podcast. What You, you want to start with what kind of Asian were you this week? I can start if you want. Yeah. Okay, you got to ask me the question. Okay. Uh, Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? Oh, this week I was a, I'm trying to think of the exact word. Uh, I don't want to say nervous Asian. No, it's more like responsible Asian mm. because, uh, so I got this watch and, uh, I've been texting everyone about it. Mm. Like everyone that I, that I, that cares, that cares about watches, which is not a lot of people. There's like three people. One of them being Randall Park. I literally texted Randall Park about, oh. should I keep this watch or not? Flex. Yeah. I think, but <laughs> Name yes. drop. That's me. But <laughs> my watch friend. My Randall. watch friend. And uh, he ignored me. No, I'm just kidding. No, he was very nice. <laughs> he was like, he gave me his little opinion. So it was cool. So I bought this watch and it's not that expensive, but it's like a few hundred bucks. Okay. And the, I was talking to my other dad friend who's also into watches and he was like, um, uh, there's such a thing as pre-kid money and post-kid money. Oh. Right? Mm -hmm. And I've talked about this on the pod before, but when you don't... I look back now when I didn't have a kid and I don't know how I wasn't out every month buying new Gucci loafers. Oh, yeah. Because the money I spend on my son, worth it, 100%, <laughs> worth, worth it. it. Yo, I could have been balling. I could have I could have had like a freaking like a like a AMG Mercedes. I could have had like a jacuzzi in my apartment. Mm -hmm. The monthly bill I have is just like insane. And I was just squandering it. I don't know what I was doing. I saw a meme that was sort of like this where someone was like you know, me at my nine to five, like listening to my coworkers talking about like supporting their family and like paying these bills. Meanwhile, I'm looking at like $300 jeans on Essence. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's very true. We're definitely on like two d different sides of that because I think, uh, yeah. Yes. And I'm not even mad. I mean, I'm a little mad. Yeah. <laughs> about young, I mean, you like, I got a really good buddy and he's like my best friend and he's always like showing me like ridiculous shit he wants to buy, like crazy ass leather couches, mm -hmm. you know? And 
part of me as a dad, like post post kid money, uh, on the one hand, I'm like, I can't believe he's going to spend that much on a leather couch. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'm like, that's literally one month of my childcare. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Just do mm-hmm. it. Buy that leather couch is what I'm trying to tell our listeners. Because that will end. That will end. Yeah. If you're th- yes. Should buy. <laughs> I'm kind of like so. It sounds like it's like buy the shit now that you yes. want. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Buy the shit now. Mm-hmm. So I have. I have. I have my Rolex. And I remember when I was I was really agonizing with should I buy it or not. Mm-hmm. And my friend who had kids, has kids, mm-hmm. he was like, buy it now. It will never get cheaper. And I was like, oh, I guess I, I understand. And when I bought it, I wasn't like really sure. But now I'm like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Now I could never do it. Yeah. I just wouldn't be able to do that to myself. I couldn't look my son in the eye and be like, <laughs> the reason why you don't have new diapers is because daddy had to get the Rolex. You could be eating organic produce, <laughs> however, <laughs> really however, cut into the budget. I had to impress all the guys at the Austro-Hungarian battle. Yeah. So that's why I bought this bespoke uniform. Uh, yeah. So I bought this watch and now I'm post-kid money. Mm-hmm. And um, my wife is very like chill. She's like, it's not that much money. Just hold on to it. And But I've just been stressing about it. And I think I'm doing the thing where I keep it in the box and I like, well, Mm -hmm. after lunch, after dinner, like, you know, after putting you to bed, I take it out and I look at it and I close it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and look at it. And and you're like, do I deserve this? Yeah. Oh, that's not stressful. It's stressful, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. Because I'm just sort of like... Oh, I didn't. I left all the stickers on. I see now why Asian parents leave the stickers on. Yeah, everything. wait, it's like this like consumerism like edging. Yes, where you're like, did I buy it? Did, did I, I not? Oh, oh, I might not. Oh no, I might return it. I might return it. <laughs> and then I just go back to okay, put it away, put it away. Yes, it's very edging. Yes, you're like not letting yourself feel the full satisfaction. Yes, of just the purchase. That's yes, really I'm funny. Right to the brink. Yeah. right to the brink. I might do it today. I might unbox it today and put it on my wrist, but I'm just yeah. not sure. I might maybe I'll put it on, but leave the stickers on it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, have you ever done that? Like, where you buy something and you're like, "Oh, should I hold on to it?" No, I'm the opposite. Oh. I will rip it out of the box. I mean, so <laughs> the kind of Asian I was this week was like the type who's like on Farfetch looking at Adidas Sambas. Oh like, yes, hold on here. Bring up the bring oh, up yeah. the leg <laughs> to the camera. Adidas Sambas. Oh pow! <laughs> um, Hold on. Can you fill everyone in on why these are so significant right now for people who may not be on like East Coast elites like we are? So it's really funny because I remember going to high school and like having crushes on guys who would wear sambas yeah so i always thought like you know so to me that's the shape and like the the style of the shoe is always like very sexy and i guess it's either it's either just not gone out of style or it's come back Mm. especially amongst kind of like the downtown like girlies yes um i don't know it's like some weird like soccer cosplay because they're (laughs) soccer shoes right yeah i don't play it's like 90s cosplay like it feeds into the 90s it fits into the 90s silhouette i think as well you know like kind of like looser jeans that like pull around the ankles and Mm. then you have this little shoe yeah yeah Yeah. um so so i think in recent years the the samba has kind of really uh become the sort of like it shoe and i think i think i just was reading somewhere like this debate of like oh is it over now is it uncool to get one oh shit but it's one of those things that i think i i'm so susceptible to this where it's like if i just see it around in new york enough it just like infects my brain and now yep. i'm like i want to it's oh. like herd mentality I'm oh like, it's, it's everywhere it's everywhere yeah. yeah i mean um uh 
and and for me the trigger is always not just seeing it on on everyone but mm -hmm. seeing it on someone i really want to be like yeah yeah and i'm like oh i want to be like that guy yeah you know mm. it's usually like uh someone who works inside a shoe store i'm like i want to be <laughs> like that guy <laughs> yeah. this guy looks like he doesn't have his life together i want to be like him yeah i mean i think there is something to just just feeling like influenced in real life you know? it's, not even, it's not even on instagram i'm just like oh i've seen this so many times that the little like uh the little muscle in my head that's like fit in with the herd it's like it's time yes. you have to do it yes yeah. yes but it's so like satisfying to be to fit in mm -hmm. you know yeah. and like walk like you i can already picture if i got sambas they're, they're not my thing mm -hmm. but if i had them and then like you go and hang out at uh finelli's mm -hmm. you know it's <laughs> friday at 5 p.m yeah you know you got your leather blazer on you know, do you have a leather blazer? Uh, I just, I just got like a, a new leather coat. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You know, and just hanging out with the girlies, mm -hmm. drinking a martini, drinking having a martini, your, having your New York Happy Meal martini and fries. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, please. Oh, someone wipe us from the face of the earth. Um. Wow. Okay. Yes. But that's like, that's like you're there and you're like, it's all worth it. Yeah. It's all worth it to yeah. be here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so to your point, it's like, I, I got these, I ordered these shoes on today's Saturday. I ordered these shoes on Thursday, got them yesterday, like Yo. immediately. Yep. And I just like ripped them out of the box. <laughs> like no, no edging just... there. I was like, put them on right now. You know, <laughs> I didn't, we were just talking. I was like, I should spray them cause they're suede. They're and, suede. You know, walking around in suede in New York is just so stupid. Um, but I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to raw dog it for a little bit and I'll get the spray on Amazon like next week. Can you I know? see them again? Hold yeah. on here. Let's see here. Okay. So they're suede here. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, this, oh, I see. The tongue is all rubbery, just mm -hmm. like a real, like a regular samba is. As if I really play soccer. Yeah. Yes. Well, have you seen the long tongue sambas? Oh, yeah. I think those are a little harder to pull off. They definitely are. They're definitely, it's, it's. It's like you said, it's funny because in high school, the guys who wore this were like, oh gosh, they, they were, sometimes they were skaters, not really. Mm -hmm. I would describe them more as like, somehow they had Irish pub energy, even though they were in high school. Does that make sense? One of my friends is like this. He's, yeah. He loves Sampas actually, and he's always worn them this whole uh, time. I would describe them as like athletic, but they weren't like the athletes. Yes. Yeah. That's my friend. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, like he could, he like dabbled a little bit in baseball, mm -hmm. but then mainly he wanted to just like smoke weed and hang out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he could have become a jock. Yeah. Like a low, low effort or like low maintenance jock. Yes. You know, although, okay. I realized that like. I have to clarify because somebody is going to watch this video and be like, those aren't technically Sambas. Those are indoor gazelles. Uh, oh, whoa, so, really? Yeah. Because far, you know, Farfetch led me down a bit of a rabbit hole. Oh, like, oh these are these indoor gazelles. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I don't even know the difference. I now you got know me. the you difference got me. between like the Samba OG, the Samba Classics, <laughs> the Handball Special. <laughs> I hate that I'm this kind of person now, but now I've seen I've seen so many Adidas shoes in the past like 72 hours. We're this is an influencer podcast mm. now. It's actually sponsored by Adidas. It's kind of awesome that you know so much about this because uh, now I feel this could be a whole like conversation if you go when on a first date mm -hmm. if you talk to a guy and he's like, oh, I, you know, which ones are those? And oh, it's a, a special, whatever. 
this is isn't this how the tabby swiper thing happened because they bonded over is that how it started yeah because i think she said that on their date they were just talking about fashion and shoes and stuff and so clearly he was kind of like clocking her for different reasons yes yeah did you do you have tabbies no no Mm. i don't like the i don't like something between my toes (laughs) (laughs) flip-flops are already a bit of a stretch yeah it's a it's a very uh aggressive shoe Mm. it's not something i feel has ever broken into the mainstream no you know But I think par- partially because like there's no brands that make them like in mass. Yeah. You know, yeah. like there's more there's a Margiela ones. Mm-hmm. And then like I swear the other the only other place you can get them is like one of those is like a martial arts store where you can oh, buy like really ninja funny. outfit, you know, and you're like, oh, I want that <laughs> the tabby shoe. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Anyways. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in the way of doing what's good for you like the other day i was so so tired i was out doing shows and i came home and i just was ready for bed and i was drifting to sleep when dude i started having all kinds of intrusive thoughts racing thoughts just like you know things that kept me up like even though my body was ready for bed it was like my brain was holding me back If you've ever had that happen, then you should think about trying therapy. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. I've done therapy and it's awesome. It gives you tools for helping understand yourself and what your mind is doing. It's not just for talking about big trauma, it's for anything that keeps us from living our best. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so you can tailor it to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Asian today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Asian. Life doesn't happen on a bi-weekly basis, so why does your payday? The money you earn can be yours today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. If I needed something like Earnin, it's what I'd use. And this is why. Earnin is simple, easy to use, and a fast way to get access to money you need immediately. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over 3.5 million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Asian under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Asian under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. But, um, okay, well, you got a good purchase going here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what kind of Asian you were this week. Yeah. But you also, we were talking before, um, I guess how do how do we want to do this? You uh, are you got the new shoes. You're mm-hmm. potentially changing your hair. You're thinking about changing your hair. Yeah. So okay. Tell us. I've been blonde for almost almost seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm ready to make the return. I'm ready to return. I'm we, gonna. 
dye my hair back to black in a couple of weeks. You're going to dye it back to black? Mm -hmm. it, okay. How long have you been a, bl a blonde-haired Asian? Since, uh, it's like I moved to New York eight years ago, and I think within a year I'd gone blonde. So it's like almost seven years. Whoa, now. that yeah. long? Seven years of blonde, yeah. How long do you think, how much money do you think you've spent on being oh, blonde? Oh, I've, I think I've done this math and I like didn't want to do it. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's thousands, thousands really? of dollars for sure. Because yeah. each time you do it, it's like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, the first few years, it's like my, I had a friend who went to beauty school and so she just did it in her apartment. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, otherwise I could not have afforded that as like a 24 year old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but since like in recent years, like I go to a salon and it's a whole it's a whole thing. Um, and I just I was like, you know, a lot of like just between a lot of things in my life and also just like like my scalp can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm ready. You know, that TikTok where it's like. Um, no, I don't. But probably, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> It, there's a there's a TikTok that's like you know an Asian girl has like finished her character development <laughs> when she like has been blonde. It's like you know a you know she's been hurt when she first goes blonde. Yes, you know, something has happened. Yes, that's caused like a like a break, <laughs> like a psychotic break. She goes blonde and then when she comes back, like that journey is over. It's yes. finished. So I, I feel that way. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I um I could see that. Like this is the end of. The lost years. The lost years. <laughs> this is the end of this rom-com. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, at the end, yeah. you know, you, you dye your hair back to normal and you maybe, may or may not, maybe you move out of the city, you move to Brooklyn mm -hmm. and then you're like, you meet Henry Golding. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I, here's a question. Mm -hmm. Is the blonde hair Asian, is, 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 is that a dying thing? At what a dying thing dying is it like oh. a die is it like is that moving away wait like like is that persona yeah oh okay i thought you were asking like is it a, like d-y-e no 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 I was like, well actually it's bleach but <laughs> d, d is it is yeah. it is it sunsetting i think so i think so i've been i think um like so earlier this year i i published my first book and that has sort of felt like a capstone or oh, some yeah, kind of graduation yeah sure in a way, and so I'd always been thinking about like how do I mark, kind of the new chapter or just the new stage of like, um, you know, achieving something like that, and you know, getting to a point in my life where I feel like, oh, okay, like a lot of kind of this first, this first iteration of adulthood in some ways is is wrapping up, and so I kind of yeah, I kind of wanted to mark like an entrance into a second mm. era, not to be Taylor Swift about it. Oh yeah, yeah. well, way to drop Taylor Swift in there. That's excellent <laughs> for search engine opposition. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, that's fair. That's fair. So you're gonna go back to just like normal, or normal, whatever your hair color is. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm really excited. I thought for a minute I was like, oh, maybe I should do another fun color. But, yeah, but I think I'm kind of, I I just like I love the freedom that you know women like i think i remember reading a writer that was saying like one of the few freedoms you have as a woman is like you get to just change your hair whenever yes and it's kind of it's like promoted it's like a good thing no one ever judges you for it yes um and i feel like i've had a lot of fun with like i think while i was blonde i also was pink for a time i was purple for a time oh were you i didn't know that it's a lot of work i have to yeah, say that sounds like a lot of work um but it's kind of fun because it's sort of the psychology of it, at least from my experience, was sort of like, um, you know how there are those 
rainforest frogs that are like bright colors. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They're like neon. Yes, 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 yes. And the evolutionary purpose is like, do not fuck with this yeah, frog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for me, that was definitely a version of that of trying on like, you know, I just, I don't, you know, either that like, it's some kind of signal of like, I'm different, mm. but also like, you know, there's stuff going on here, so don't approach. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do not eat. Do not eat. Yeah. And I think um, it was really interesting to think about, like, how, like what I was signaling and how I felt about being the kind of person with purple hair or whatever, you know. And now mm. I'm I'm sort of, you know, I just turned 30 this year and I'm kind of like, you know, I that was so much fun. I don't feel the need to do that anymore. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I wonder if um, I could like use any secretions from you to tip my arrows, though. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a little biology joke for you. Okay, yeah. um, you're so you're 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 changing your hair, mm-hmm. and this may or may not have to do with the next thing we're talking about, oh, which yeah. is uh, every time you and I hang out, you go through a big breakup. Yeah. <laughs> Last time, well, like the, really the first time we really yeah. um, you came on the show, you were on one of our live shows mm-hmm. and you got broken up with or like was about to be day. broken up with. The yeah. next day. The next yeah. day you were broken up with mm-hmm. on a park bench. Yep. Very rom-com. In like the dead of winter. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's February, right? Yeah. That's cold-blooded, man. I know. You couldn't even do it in a warm place? It, yeah, I know. Well, it made it efficient. I'll tell <laughs> you that. We didn't linger. <laughs> so, so, so now you just went through one. Why don't you, can you back us up? Tell us the story. Um... So I haven't so I haven't dated anyone really seriously in like many years during this like lost period. Hmm. And I met someone over the summer and just sort of really I really fell for them. I thought well, I thought we like fell for each other. Oh shit. Um and then it just I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of like how like how much to say. Like yeah. I don't care, but Right. No. We, we met over the summer and I think we really like fell for each other. And then he, I knew this was happening at the beginning of um, like when we started dating, but he was like, I'm going to be out of town for about two months mm. this fall. And one of those months was like, he was going to Asia. He was going on this big long trip with some friends and, you know, to visit family. And I was sort of like, that's cool. It's whatever, mm. you know, obviously you're coming back. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, I think I remember thinking like, well, I don't love that. We're sort of immediately kind of like long distance in some ways, but this is either going to work or it's not, you know? And it just turned out that like, it didn't, it didn't make it through. I think this much, um, these circumstances. Mm. Wait, so how long had you guys been like seeing each other dating before he left? I think two months before you left Ooh, for okay. Asia. Yeah, 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 that's a tricky one. Right? It's yeah. like right in that sweet spot where you're like, oh, I think this could be really great, but we still don't actually right. know each other that well yet. Yeah. And now we are about to like undergo probably like one of the biggest stressors you can. Oh, massive. Yeah, absolutely. Like a 12 hour time difference, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it it didn't work out and I feel really heartbroken about it because I think when, when things sort of end early in that way you can't help but mourn like you know all the plans you had all like kind of the things that you were picturing you were gonna do together yeah um because like you know i've i've like 
at the end of like a long term thing, you're sort of like it's done. Yes, I, uh, sometimes no, you just know it's yeah, over. Yeah, there's no more room for the like fantasy or the like. You know, I always, but I, we were supposed to go apple picking. You know, you're sort of like, we went apple picking and yes. they were not fun. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, it's, it's time to move on. Yeah. Yes. But this one, you, you you didn't even, you had the potential. Yeah. You didn't get to do any of the things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like mourning that. Yeah. Because you're still filling in the blanks of like, who, like the kind of person they'll be, the kind of person, the kind of relationship hmm. this could be. So it feels really sad. Like I'm definitely torn up about it. Did, um, can I ask you, did, uh, is this person back now? Yeah, so that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. They're back where I so at this point I haven't seen him in like, you know, I haven't seen him since September and we're we're supposed to meet and just talk things through. Really? It's just okay. Because we we, we broke up over like the phone. Right, you know? I was gonna say, okay. Um and yeah, I, I kind of I assume it's a debrief. Okay. You're, you, okay. You're gonna go through with that. I think so. Okay. I think so. I don't know. I my friends are sort of like they're very skeptical. Yes. Um, who, who, do you did you want to meet up with him or did you did he want to meet up with you? Would I just remember like when when he was breaking up with me over the phone? I was like, I do think we need to meet because I'm gonna have some questions. Oh really? And, yeah, because it was like a really rushed call and I don't know, like. Oh okay 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 sorry go ahead. Go no ahead. it's okay. Um. Some of my friends are like, dude, this guy made it. De- so, you know, like trip brain and like kind of post vacation depression, like that kind of stuff. Like mm. my friends were so skeptical because they were like, dude, he made this decision when he was like on vacation. Yeah. And just sort of not in his usual like routine state of mind. Like, Oh, yeah. What's going to happen when he comes back and realizes like, oh, but real life is like this. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was like, you should wait like two or three weeks because this, like, you know, the, the post-vacation depression is going to hit and he's going, like, it's just going to be a different mindset. Mm. And I was just like, man, if I was a little bit more craftier, maybe. But, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to, like, wait and see, like, oh, I'm going to get you while you're, like, kind of down. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Listen, I may have beautiful, ageless Asian skin, but when you get to be my age, you do worry about some things. You worry about things like thinning hair. And if you're worried about thinning hair, I want to tell you there's help. There's Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. Clinically shown to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and for women. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, medical-grade ingredients. Their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code ASIAN. Find out why over 3,500 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code ASIAN. That's Nutrafol.com promo code ASIAN. So... Yeah, I so, don't know. So, and this is some key backstory. Mm-hmm. This person is, he's a Vietnamese dude. Mm-hmm. Vietnamese American. Yeah. Would you like to explain? <laughs> explain what? As oh, me. Delegate? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he sent me. Actually, look under the table. Uh, no, so, uh, and then he went to Vietnam. Yeah. 
So he went back to Vietnam. So it's not just like oh, I went on a trip. He went back to you know his homeland, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, he did the homecoming. He did, yeah. and that was was that his first trip. I think so. And then what did I? He was he was there for so long. Did he was he working there or was he just kind of like um, traveling around I, looking I, at water buffalo? I think the I think the latter. Yeah, okay. because I will say when I went, uh, I went there. I was like probably like thirty four or something like that. I was I didn't want to break up with my wife or anything but like um i went with my family and and, mm-hmm. and uh we, we were gone for like two weeks and uh uh um G- you know gina stayed here but there is something very like intoxicating about coming back going back to vietnam i'm sure first of all vietnam itself is such a lush beautiful place mm-hmm. where you're just like you're like you feel like transported to like this other thing and there's no other way to describe it other than that it has like as very um you know, kind of like warm energy that, A, you're on vacation. Yeah. B, it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. The the people are absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are... Uh, you're home. You're home. Yeah. You're, yeah, you feel home. You're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm back where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt that you're, relatively speaking, incredibly wealthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're there. Mm-hmm. Even if you are a college student, you yeah. are... you. You uh you are have many multiple of uh like everything is so accessible so you accessible you can yeah. literally do anything you want mm. uh as long as you kind of keep your nose clean there's like kind of no laws that affect you you know you can do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want yeah uh you have all the resources uh-huh. and I mean to be to be there for months at a time I can mm. only imagine that would just be reinforced and yeah when I was there I was I remember thinking. Uh, oh, if I didn't already have New York, I mm-hmm. could see where I, why I would just move here. Yeah, you know, I yeah. would. You you get the sense of like anything's possible, and and that and it's a very young country. Yeah, so you get the sense of like everybody's like, oh, we're just beginning our story. You know, yeah. let's let's move away from like you know whatever happened in the past, and we're gonna start a new story. And you wanna feel like you wanna be part of that. Again, I I, uh, I didn't feel like I wanted to leave my wife or anything like that, but like you know, I was like, <laughs> I could see where you could get caught up in that energy. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I, I mean, I could too. Like, I'm yeah. not even Vietnamese. And I'm like, I mean, A, yeah. I want to be on vacation for a yeah, for like Yeah, for two months I just hanging. I want to just be hanging. Yeah. yeah. And like, Vietnam does sound, it sounds so beautiful. It sounds amazing. So, you know? so I see what you're yeah. saying as far as he's do. What, can I ask, mm-hmm. what does he do for a living? He's an artist. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you should have told me that at the beginning because I would have just stopped. We could have saved how much. I know. We've been spending talking about ten, this could for 10 been, minutes. Yeah. I could have just stopped that there. Uh, <laughs> I almost want to ask what medium. I don't know if that matters. God, don't tell me he's a sculptor. No. A sculptor. Okay. Is he, he's like a painter. Uh, I don't even know what it's called when it's like, it's not like, it's like graphic design, graphic arts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little better. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, like I'm, a computer involved. Okay. As lo- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dad energy. Okay. Like, are the skills transferable? Because if you're a sculptor, there no, there's no, yeah. there's no way to parlay that into yeah. like working at Deloitte. Okay. There's no. some bowls. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No ceramicists. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Computer. Okay. I'm into that because. You can also fire up Excel while doing art at the same time. You know, you can do, you can have dual screen. So that's okay. So, okay. So he's, he's back here. I, uh, I'm trying to think of, I guess that's my rationale Mm -hmm. is he may be getting swept up in the romanticism. There's no other way to describe it. Mm -hmm. Romanticism. And I mean that in like the, not just not, I don't mean that in the, uh, you know, sexy way. I mean that in like the, you know, uh, uh, 
like artistic movement way Mm -hmm. where it's like he's feeling all these things about being somewhere else and yeah uh, to be honest with you i'm a little surprised he came back at all because at two months you're just like why not just live there yeah 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 so i don't know what when he's when he's when he's here and you meet up with him Mm -hmm. um I suspect he is going to say some of those little buzzwords I said about what it was like being there. Mm-hmm. And that may be like, oh, I've got to do this thing, mm-hmm. you know, now that I've I've discovered all my all these things about myself and who I where I'm from and where yeah. I belong and all those things. And yeah, I, I mean, as soon as he has to pay rent once, that'll all end. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as it gets dark before 4 p.m. in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, like like Iris, I the thing is that like. I if I were just like a friend of his, I would be so happy for him. I would sure, because you know I think an experience like that sounds really amazing. I have not made that kind of homecoming trip before, and so I'm very envious of that experience for sure. Um, and I just think that yeah, if I were his friend, I would be so happy for him. I'd be like that sounds really transformative. It sounds like it really gave you a new lease on life. It sounds like you know you're so excited about certain parts of you know your life and your work and in new york again and you know i'd love that for you um but you know i think i i feel a bit left behind because yeah. it sounds like i didn't make the cut oh for his new shit. vision on life yes you know? yes so it's like it's very bittersweet because it's like you know obviously wish him well and like so happy that you had this amazing trip and have this new outlook mm. um but it's hard to sort of be, yeah. It's hard to sort of be the 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 person who didn't make the cut. You know? But I, I wouldn't, yeah. you know. But I feel like, and, and not to say that I'm kind of joking when I say he's going to come back here and reality is going to hit him in the face. Mm. But I'm kind of not because there is something kind of weird. I mean, I know a bunch of Vietnamese dudes mm-hmm. who are my friends who went to Vietnam and lived like the fantasy life. Yeah, and you're kind of like you're a a little bit of uh, you're like self-colonizing you know <laughs> you're like you are a westerner you yeah. know you have western mm-hmm. sensibilities you are have western money and you go over there and mm-hmm. you can do anything you want because you can you're do an anything american. you want. you're yeah, an american you are an american you have very complex i'm sure yeah you have an yeah. american passport and mm-hmm. you have all those things and there are i don't know whatever you want to call it reality comes back to you or whatever mm-hmm. like it's living like living in that bubble is uh unsustainable mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, versus um unless you really are just like i'm going to live here forever mm-hmm. and i do know some people who've done that it's like the mm. sort of expat life yeah and that looks that looks interesting in other ways sure you know? yeah um where i'm sort of like in some ways i like i just think that phenomenon is really interesting where like i know some people who mostly people who work in like music and they've moved back to seoul or they've moved Mm. to um like thailand and you know they're just kind of on like an extended sort of gap year kind of life and i'm so fascinated by that because yeah i do think it's it's partially this dream of like you know i'm back where i belong but it is all it is also this reality i'm sure of like this isn't also like i'm also not entirely of here of this place either Mm -hmm. like i've definitely felt that just going back to china with my parents where it's like oh everyone you know this is the place where i should feel most comfortable and i feel just as you know strange and foreign whoa maybe so i think it's a fascinating kind of movement or just sort of life yes the dynamics of it is is different from just like when a white guy does it Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know yeah because 
that person sort of expects not to fit in. Yeah. Right. It's fun. It's exotic. You yes, know? exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think for us, we're we're like falling in love with the idea of we can go back home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's who you're dealing mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You know, no wonder he broke up with you. It's because he's trying to date Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it'll be very interesting when you meet up with him. Uh, I will give you some recording equipment so that you can start your own podcast. Do you have any advice? Oh, God. I mean, uh, I would never... I mean, I w- wouldn't meet up with him. But so <laughs> You would just be done. I just feel like... I guess, like, you know, what... Uh, if you want to have a debrief mm-hmm. for him, for for you, I'm. I guess I'm trying to. I'm trying to get in his mindset. And is it about? I mean, what do you hope to get out of this? I just honestly, like, I just want to express some stuff that, like, I couldn't express over the phone. You know, because it was like it was like a twenty minute call, and then like you know, one of us had to run, and so it was just sort of like, oh, okay, I guess. It's oh, really? Me, you know. So I think just sort of expressing, like, you know. Yeah, just, like, how I feel and, you know, maybe trying to understand, like, his point of view on it because you only ever see, like, your side of it. I don't know, but I I don't know if, if it's – I always, like, have this idea of, like, being friends with someone if you really care about them after the breakup. I don't think you can do it immediately. Yeah, sure. But I think – for it to happen, you want to sort of like make sure you're both on the same page when it ends, kind of, you know, agree, you know, if you do sort of want the opportunity to be friends in the future, maybe like how to go about it. I don't know. Mm. I, I also like, like, I just sort of have this idea that like, maybe it's really, um, maybe this is really naive, but I have this, I'm trying to buy into this idea that life is really long and, you know, the connections you make with people, if they truly feel good and like valuable, like you never know where they're gonna go. Maybe like mm. you will end up best friends. Maybe sure. you will end up working together, or like you just never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, so sure. I think I try to like really wrap wrap it up nice, as if like I don't know. I'm like putting something in storage, and I don't know if I want to look at it later. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Sound like me with my watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, well, I mean, why did you say it like that? I really feel for you because mm-hmm. I. It sounds like you really made a connection with this person. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I see what you're saying. I feel in New York City, despite it being, you know, millions of people and even lots of people who are, you think would be compatible with you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty hard to meet those people. Yeah. Um, it, it uh, Of the, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of pe- people I've met, I've, uh, only a few have kind of, I guess, filtered into yeah. where I'm like keeping them around in my life. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if you kind of keep that in mind, although I, I would also suspect, too, that even uh, even though he broke up with you, you got to give him the space because he's going to go. He's going through something. Yeah, he's he's about to bleach his hair. <laughs> 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 he's starting his journey. He's starting his journey. <laughs> so that's what maybe maybe yeah. advise him on where to get his hair bleached. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck. I'm going to. um yeah. I'm going to try to stay out of your life so that you can have a full relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that is uh, is cool. Um, so if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, go ahead and uh, give us a, um, a rating. Uh, you can do that. Give us five stars on the podcast app. You can leave a review. We haven't gotten one in a little while. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We love reading them. And if you're on YouTube, uh, hit subscribe, hit like, and uh, leave us a comment. Let us know. Is it your blonde hair era? Have you, have you gone through one? Uh, not everyone does. 
especially guys. I feel guys. We don't, we don't get to go through one. What is like the what's the guy equivalent of a blonde hair? I think getting a perm for Asian oh, guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh-huh. Whoa. Is that like really common now? I think so amongst the Gen Zers. Oh yeah. 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 Cuz everyone's seeing it on TikTok and they're like, "Oh, okay, this is how like the K-pop stars do it." Yo. Yeah. Yes, I know some people who have I have wavy hair already. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't have much hair anymore, but when I did have it, I had wavy hair. Oh. So, I was already on this Natural. shit. Yeah. It's called genetics. <laughs> uh and um of course, always tell all your friends uh about the podcast. That's how we uh um people know about us so um this next segment uh i decided to outsource some of my writing duties because i've been doing this for a long time and so i used ChatGPT to write some topics for us in this new segment which i'm calling artificial asian intelligence aai <laughs> and and i had to go have you played around ChatGPT? not really i'm skeptical of it it's I played around. I've only done. I've only played around with it like a couple afternoons, and I'm less afraid of it than I used to be. Uh-huh. The tool seem. It what it seems to be good for is that it seems to be like a good writing partner. It's a writing partner that never gets tired mm-hmm. and never gets in, uh, offended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can always tell it to like do that again. Can you tell it to like punch punch up something? Yes, oh, for sure. That's interesting. Yeah, you can like feed it something and go make this twice as funny. Or oh. like I said, I said make this. I, I've actually I tried writing some jokes with it. Terrible, uh-huh. it's terrible at writing jokes. Yeah. But occasionally it'll say something which I'm like, oh, that is an interesting thought, yeah. and I'll take that and I'll use that to do something. Oh, okay. But if you like put in a bunch of shit and you're like punch this up or make this fifty percent shorter or yeah. whatever, it'll do that. Okay. And you can say do it again and it'll do it again. Yeah. And like, in a, or you can keep, you can essentially berate it yeah. <laughs> all you want. And it's an assistant that will never get tired. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. So I asked it a bunch of stuff like, <laughs> I told him who you were. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was oh like, God, this is Delia say? Kai. This is, you know, she's a writer and she has all the, you know, she's into, really, you know, talks about relationships. And I think I fed it a little bit of uh, one of your articles. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, write some to- podcast topics I can talk about with this person. Okay. And it did it once, and then uh, I was like, okay, and this person is also going through a breakup. So do that again. So do it again. And then and it gave me 10. Now make it sad. Make it sad. <laughs> <laughs> make it blonde-haired. Um, yeah. Okay, so we have a bunch, and let me know if there's anything that kind of pops up at you that okay. we can talk about. So it's going to be dating-related and Asian-American racial-related. So intercultural dating in New York City. That's one. Mm. Cultural traditions and relationships. Racial preferences in dating, huh? Oh, we should talk about that. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Okay, this is what ChatGPT says. <laughs> Reflect on how race plays a role in dating preferences and how it influences the dating experience of Chinese American women in New York City. This is a pretty good wow, topic. That's specific, yeah. Yeah, good job, ChatGPT. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. Uh, racial. So, yeah, uh, how race plays a role in dating preferences and how it influences the dating experiences of Chinese American women in New York City. Okay, let's go. I mean, I just like, I think in general, the idea of like Asian women in interracial relationships is such a fraught topic. Yes. Like, because there are very toxic corners of the internet who feel very strongly, on, like, and, you know, that Asian women should date, you know, only this kind of person or only this kind of person. And, you know, there's definitely like a whole, like, you know, sort of socio sociopolitical context of like who do Asian women belong to? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've I kind of find that like really fascinating because I I mean like 
to be totally candid, it's like I spent the first part of my dating life, you know, my early 20s um, and like teens. Like I dated white guys because I yeah. grew up in the Midwest. And yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. what was around, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember... Um, yeah, I, I remember sort of thinking that, like, having a very clear image of, you know, like, the sort of nuclear family I wanted from that and, and you know, thinking about, like, what is it going to be like if I'm raising a biracial child, you know? Mm. But honestly, like, this, I think, like, just, you know, part of my, like, eight, my blonde Asian journey and, and whatever has kind of led me to... Just this, like, more, like, reckoning and acceptance of, like, you know, like, my background, my heritage and, and all of that. And, you know, now the image I have of, of myself is, like, you know, I, I see, like, an Asian family. Like, I want an mm, Asian family. Yo. So I've been dating mostly Asian guys. Yes. And it's, it is different. Oh, you know? word. And I, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm about to get canceled. It is different <laughs> in so many amazing ways. Because obviously it's like, oh, you don't have to explain certain things. Yes. You can just kind you can of eat rice every day. Asian. Yes. Yeah, you can eat rice. No one has allergy restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat whatever the fuck you want at a restaurant, you know? Yes. Um, I, can, I want only gluten, just yeah. a big bowl of gluten. I don't even know what that looks like. Yeah. Just give me. Um, but it is, I think I have noticed that like often, not always, but often, they're also, it also means that like you sort of have matching sets of baggage. Oh, and yes, there yes, is yes, 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 yes. Both yes. comfort and recognition in that, but there's also sort of just like, oh man, like we're both working through some stuff, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it makes like, it's, and I just, not that like white guys don't have like family trauma, but it is sort of very different in, in its specificity. So yes. I, I find that like that has kind of been, that is a real difference for yes, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Did you mm -hmm. notice it more if you date like say a Chinese guy versus a Vietnamese guy? Obviously there's, the, we just talked about that, but then like, you know, yeah, do you feel yeah. that there's like a little little nuance there? Oh, for sure. I mean, the, yeah, because I think it's like, I'm you know, I don't want to sort of be like, oh, this guy's Korean. This must be how they all are <laughs> but i do think it's like even just kind of like a historical context of like you know are they from are they from la and their oh, parents were shit. you know there when everything went down oh yeah are they well are, are their parents like relatively recent immigrants you know it's just mm. sort of all these factors like really come into play and you i i sort of like can see them in terms of like you know, not like this guy is this way because of the uh, war that his grandparents went through, but also not not. Right, right. Yeah, there, it's <laughs> weird how that does have an effect, mm -hmm. you know, like what yeah. kind of conflict was it? Yeah. You know, how long did it last? Because that yeah. affects the 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 grandparents' life trajectory mm -hmm. and then that affects the parents and that affects like whether or not he grew up in LA and has like a civic or not you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like a or, or was it a did he grow up with a civic or did he grow up with Subaru you know like those are like the <laughs> weird things that are yeah. you know playing to it and all all that happened way back because whatever mm -hmm. America decided to invade this country not that country yeah yo yeah. yo and I think I just remember I mean like obviously also I was like in my early 20s but like you know I'm dating like a white guy from Ohio this kind of stuff did not come up oh no 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 you know? no 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 yeah. I, I, I have a joke that I'm trying to work through where um i'm joking where i'm like i can't i can't i, I can't i don't want to meet any more vietnamese people because none of us have a chill backstory yeah you know like none of us have a chill backstory mm -hmm. if you ever talk to white people the best thing about them sometimes uh and i'm talking about like you know middle class upper middle class white people is mm -hmm. like their family backstories are pretty like relaxed 
you know, like my mm-hmm. parents met at Vassar. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my dad was a carpenter and my mom was a photographer and blah, 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 blah. It's always shit like that. Yeah. It's never like my grandma had to eat my grandpa in order to like come <laughs> to this country and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes it's like maybe they're the, the white families like secrets are so buried that no one knows. oh yeah 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 or it's some so real yeah yeah out. yeah 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 exactly whereas ours is like there was a there was yeah. a ken burns documentary about yeah, it yeah it's like everyone knows exactly what happened <laughs> and for better and for worse yo that's so true yeah. man that's really good yeah okay it's almost like like i feel like i want to go out on a limb and say like dating i think dating asian men especially like kind of first and generation first and second generation ones like me it feels almost like dating their families and dating their yes. family histories because you yes. really figure out what's what's going on. And I'm sure it's the same. Like, I'm sure if you date me, it's like, oh, you want to find out what it's like dating my family? You know? mm, it's the mm. same. So, like, when you go into a dating situation, are you asking those questions? Maybe, like, not explicitly to be like, mm-hmm. what was your mo- parents' trauma like? But are you trying to, like, figure that out? I'm trying to figure out if these Asian guys are on speaking terms with their dad. Oh, shit! <laughs> Yo! Sorry. I feel seen! Does that, does that hit a nerve? <laughs> Yo! Oh, shit! Because <laughs> uh, that tells me a lot. Oh, my God! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry, are you triggered? <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, my God. Well, okay, so... To be fair, Asian men listening to this podcast, you could also say the same and ask me if I'm close with my mom yeah no absolutely absolutely same stuff (laughs) but it's true i mean i um even now my wife is always asking me you never talk about your dad or Mm. you never you know and and she's met him like once or twice and after yeah oh wow my dad is like not my wife not my my mom and my dad Uh are not really together and they're not together anymore Mm -hmm. and so he's kind of like in and out yeah he was a good provider, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it's very complicated. One day I should have him on the show. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's a, he w- is what I would call, he was a good father, mm-hmm. but he, for whatever reason, he, you know, he and I were, we never like connected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and that generation is taught like just be a provider. Yeah. And that is hard enough. And I don't want to even put it all on him. There was like some stuff with me. Maybe I, I just didn't have the language to do it or, or whatever, you know? So, but my wife is always like kind of asking about him, like, oh, you never talk about him, like what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I talked about him uh, enough, but clearly not, I think. And so I think she is sort of instinctually kind of like trying to understand what that relationship mm-hmm. is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's why I just had this little freak out moment here because now I'm like, yes, like if what you just said, if I want to understand, you know, my partner, I should look a little bit at what their dynamic with their parents are yeah. because I'll, I'll mm-hmm. see those things, their behaviors mirrored in what she mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And I realize I, I'm much more like my mom because mm-hmm. my mom was really like the one like doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And all the shitty things I do in the relationship, I learned from my mom and the good things I learned, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. those are both things. But uh, yo, that's what's up. You should like really, we should have a Tinder where it's the Asian parents. Yeah, you look at the parents. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I'll take the son that they raised. You know? Yes. Yeah, it's funny. It's almost very old world. Like, now I'm like, oh, maybe I should just, like, get into the whole arranged marriage. Dude. Parents <laughs> deciding parents deciding amongst themselves. That actually makes sense now, you know? It does make sense. <laughs> yeah. I bet you there's a way we could do this where we can market it. Kind of like, you know, how um, th- there's hymns. 
that mm-hmm. markets like oh, yeah. <laughs> boner pills to like millennials. I need to go to like Flushing or Sunset Park and mm. just put up flyers with myself. That's like, does your son want to date me? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. What we could, what we do, we have a startup and we get mm. the Asian parents on the app. Yeah. Okay, and then like we, you know. You know, even even Asian parents got like a digital presence now. So like, you yeah. know, we'll, we'll like link up their YouTube accounts with their like uh, right wing uh, <laughs> Twitter account mm-hmm. and like mesh them all together. And then we'll like generate all these matches mm-hmm. based on the Asian parents matching. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I like, like yeah. Because it's almost like um, I'm, I was trying to think of some like metaphor here where it's like, oh, you know, when you like a certain designer and so you'll just like kind of go with whatever they recommend or what, whatever they do. Like, yeah, you know, just, <laughs> if I click with like an Asian parent, I'll be like, whatever you produce as a son, I'm sure it's going to be great. It's going to be cool. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Whatever drop that season. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll take a couple. Yeah. I'm yeah. loyal. <laughs> Yo, how can we do that? Mm-hmm. That's so good. What would you say you're. If if I if it were the other way around, mm-hmm. and someone was dating you and met your parents, mm-hmm. what would they be able to conclude f- about you from meeting them? Do you have you thought about that? I think um, I like I I. It's funny because I I've not had many people like friends even meet my parents just because they're also very far away. Yeah, yeah. I think are they in America still? Or are they? In oh Taiwan yeah, they're now? in America. Okay, okay, cool. I think if you, it's interesting because, like, I think if you met my parents, you would sort of understand, like, oh, this is why she is, like, this is why she's so agreeable, but also Uh, hyper-independent, and also sort of maybe why, like, she's really good at, I like how I'm talking about myself in the third person (laughs) as, as, like, a candidate for dating. Yeah. Um... Like, I, I think I, I'm trying to think of what to say that's, like, not totally shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, like, if you saw me with my family, you'd understand, like, oh, she is a caretaker. She is, like, an, the oldest sister. She's uh-huh. the oldest yes. daughter. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but also she loves beauty, loves art, like just wants to experience the world like in this very aesthetic way, which I definitely think I got from my parents. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Even though cool. they're engineers, yeah. Which right, is kind of funny. right, right. Yeah. But like they, are they into art and stuff like that in some way? Not so much, but I think, um, I think they definitely, they helped like expose me to a lot of things. Like I remember just like my dad taking me to drawing lessons. Oh, that's cool. You know, as a yeah. kid. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Whoa. All right. All right. Well, if if people want to date Delia, slide into her mom maybe, and dad's maybe, DMs. Maybe give me a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Here, this is one of the last ones that were. Well, mm. I saw this. Uh, this is um, from the AI ChatGPT. How about this is a topic: future relationship goals. Ooh. Share Delia's aspirations and what she envisions for future relationships, considering her cultural background and past experiences. <laughs> Do you want to do that? You want to talk about that? Yeah, I think so. Very quickly. We can. Well, it's really funny because honestly, like, like, so I came, so we met up today at your apartment and I yeah. came inside and like, I like met Gina again and I met your son and yeah. like just saw like where you lived and like, honestly, like that is very close to like what I picture. Oh, that's you so know? nice. Like you I want to, yeah, I want like, I want a little, I want a little Asian family. 
um, that has like the cool high end high chair. Oh, uh, we and have lives a nice high chair. Yeah. A beautiful leafy street in in Brooklyn. <laughs> like, that's the dream to me. You know. Yeah. It's wow. Inspiring to see that you're out here inspiring. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have you over and and uh, it, I'll um I'll barbecue for y'all. Amazing. It'll be, you know, bring your friends and. That's part of the vision. I've had this vision where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like. I don't really cook, but in this vision, I'm like, I'm cooking, the kids are running around, and, like, the husband's got the grill going. Got the grill, dude. You know, and I, yeah, I think I've just been, I spent most of my life very preoccupied with fitting into white America, and I'm really excited about kind of creating my place and, like, being part of, like, this kind of Asian American community in New York and replicating the next generation of, of what it could look like mm. and this like sense of belonging and and sort of this new sort of like cultural fusion <laughs> <laughs> i just want to be like a like a fusion restaurant yeah <laughs> so that's definitely what we are yeah <laughs> at my house uh we're yeah because we're still grilling but we also serve everything with rice yes great and there's dumplings yeah but it's still also hamburgers that's so beautiful. That sounds delicious. That's exactly what's going on the mood board now. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Weber grill. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. Um, Jenny's away, so we might have you on again, just because fuck it. Um, and I'll have a ChatGPT do some more. Uh, what did you think about ChatGPT's topics? These are pretty good topics. They're pretty solid. That's stuff I care about. This is... You know? Wow. Like, I want to talk about... <laughs> the different types of Asian boys you date. Yeah. You know? They knew. They knew. Uh well maybe um ChatGPT will be the host from now on because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I cede all of that to him and I'm I'm becoming a uh, fusion chef for my uh, my wife and my son. Uh thank you again for coming on the show. Uh where can our fans find you and your work? Um I guess no one's really on Twitter anymore, right? I'm on Instagram. I'm like at D E E E L I A C A I at Delia Kai. I think Instagram's best. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Delia, uh, check out uh, her and her work. Um, you can always find us on the podcast uh, at Asian Not Asian Pod on Instagram. And find me um, uh, at Nice Pants Bro. And you can find Jenny at Jenny Arimoto. And uh, again, come check out uh, the shows we've got. Um, we're planning a show in the Bay Area. Ooh. I probably should have said it up top, but I we're still like planning it, so it's kind of like iffy. But if uh, you, you Bay Area around the holidays, because Jenny and I will be there, and it'll be tricky because it's just you know it's holiday time, so we got to pull all together. But it'll be it'll be really fun if we can do it. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, drop us a follow on Instagram, and uh, you know as always, we love you. Take care. Bye.